Hello and welcome to Social Minute. Social Minute, of course, is a show where we talk about everything social media. Today, uh, I have Jesse from Nomadic Ninja YXC. Um, (laughs) So, we're just going to start by getting you to tell us a little bit about who you are, some of the things you do. Um, Maybe if you want to give like a sentence or two about what your Instagram feed is about. Sure. Um, So my name is Jesse Bolt. Um, I was born and raised in Warman, Saskatchewan. Um, Right now I'm a a kickboxing coach, so I I teach Bang Muay Thai out of a a local martial arts gym in Saskatoon called Modern Martial Arts. Hmm. And as far as my Instagram page goes, I'm pretty much just focused on kind of my lifestyle. So it would be van life would kind of be the um, at the forefront. Um, I find that seems to be sparking the most interest for people, um, but also martial arts. So I kind of just go back and forth. So if you go to my page, you'll see martial arts stuff and van life stuff. And of course, my dog goes uh, hand in hand with both of those. What's your dog's name? Her name's Layla. Layla? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she definitely helps the social media be easy. <laughs> you know, it's always just nice having a dog in there. Yeah. You know, if it was just me, it might be a little bit, uh, might be a little bit weird or creepy for people. Be uh, you know, someone being in a van, but the dog just makes everything okay. So I, I get it's away like with the, a lot more. The cream and the coffee. Yeah. Okay. Or the butter and the coffee. Do you know what I? So I've been drinking butter coffee for like seven years. Okay, that was my first question. Yeah. When, when did you discover butter coffee? So I I, I listened to a Joe Rogan podcast, JRE, and I heard this. Uh, it was Dave Asprey um, was the first person that I heard talk about it. And yeah, again, this was this is about seven years ago, give or take. Yeah. I heard him talk about it. I went and bought all the stuff, made it myself, and then ever since then. Every single day, it's been my breakfast. Like I don't eat breakfast. I just have butter coffee, and I, I kind of do like a you know it's not really a intermittent fasting because I know I'm getting calories in, so it's kind of cheating. But it just made me feel the best, and I, I don't know. I've never been a big fan of eating breakfast, so yeah. Just from that podcast, I heard it, and it tasted awesome. Mm-hmm. But like I'm really good at making butter coffee. I don't know what they do to their coffee because I asked the guy. Well, I could tell you. I could tell you. Really? There's yeah. a little secret because he was telling me that it was like honey butter and then their coffee and I, I think they put MCT oil in. Um, there's definitely spices. There's a few spices. Okay. Because yeah. yeah, I need to know. But maybe yeah. I don't know if you want to air it on here because then people will know their secret. But well, I'll hook you up with a Vivek. <laughs> He's awesome. uh. Yeah, they're one of our clients, so mm. uh, and so today we're actually enjoying a boomerang coffee from Karma Cafe. Um, so it's really uh, it's really interesting to me because um, okay, so I'm gonna give a little bit of like like how do we get here? Mm. Um, so we've been doing Social Minute for three seasons, so like around about two years, um, and then we took a bit of a pause this summer just to sort of recalibrate and sort of figure out a few things. Um, and if people may, may or may not have noticed, we're missing a Tyler. He's still absolutely part of the company and what we do. Um, he just has a few things that were taken away from this responsibility. Um, but one of the things in the past that we've done specifically with uh, Facebook Live was it was really, um, we really just just exclusively interviewed like business owners. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I'm a business owner, I do social media, let's talk about what you do. And it was super great, and I still love having business owners on. Um, but what the... I guess the spice, the spice in the buttered coffee of social minute that I thought was missing is like, there are so many people that are doing 
just incredible things with social media and I have so many great thoughts and insights and practices on social media that maybe aren't uh, a business owner but are doing things maybe partially for business, you know, I guess in a roundabout way, you know, you're, you know, getting maybe some people into your class or whatnot. Um, but really, they're, they're not doing social media exclusively for business purposes, um, but they're doing things that are so incredible and so inventive and so genuine that I was like, you know, I feel like there's so many lessons that business people could learn from just these awesome people doing awesome things on mm -hmm. social media. So I made a bit of like a wish list and um, you were like, you and Kim were at the top of my list. Um, and I got both of them on the show. We've got Kim coming December. And she's nice. already planned her outfit, and <laughs> oh, she's sending me a Pinterest board. Oh wow! Um, she's like a fashion girl, though. Yeah. So. yeah okay. I was like, oh man, you came yeah. underdressed. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> she's planning no, underdressed. No, you did good. You did good. Um, That's cool. But I, I do just think it's really interesting um, the different things people are doing on social media and how um, businesses and people doing social media for their business can take notes from not just other businesses, but from other active users, right? Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that I wanted to maybe start the conversation off about, um, and then we're going to dive into a few other questions. Um, one of the things that I've talked about with you online, and this is, okay, well, actually, I'm going to rewind this for one second. So the first time we met was actually, like, not an actual meeting, but we, like, you know, you follow me on social media and I follow you on social media. So I was at City Perks oh, yeah. and I was in the middle of a meeting with two very engaged uh, youngish ladies and they were like very engaged. So it was like a really intense meeting. I kind of figured that, so I didn't want yeah. to go over there. And then you walked by and it was like the first time <laughs> I'd seen you in real life and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, I know who that is. And then you kind of made eye contact and then I made eye contact, but then I was in this meeting. So then we kind of just like nodded. Yeah. And then I was like, Damn. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then shortly after, and then you know what's funny? Because then Kim actually tackled me at uh, Shoppers Drug Mart. She'd never met me before either, and she recognized me from Instagram. And oh, yeah. came over and tackled me, and I love you, and I love Two Spirit. <laughs> and I was like, cool, I'm like, I have a favor. Do you want to be on Social Minute? And she's like, yeah, let's do it. Awesome. And then shortly after, I messaged you. Um, so that's kind of like the power of social media. Yeah. Um, I always talk a lot about how um, social media, sometimes people think social media is kind of here and in real life is here, but they're like definitely mm -hmm. connected. Absolutely. Um, so I guess that leads into this question. So with your social media, I know you talk a lot about documentation. Um, one of the things I would say um, people could take a lot of notes from from you is just your level of consistency, like mm. the amount that you post um, the the way that you allow people to experience your day and a really like non like it doesn't feel very staged although I know from doing social media like you have to set up a shot like you can't like people just think that, like you're winging it but I mean some of this stuff like there's no way that someone has a drone photo that's winged like yeah. these things are yeah. planned you know yeah. and this is sort of that art of that storytelling that art of documenting the experience but also understanding your tools and your um, opportunities. So, do you want to talk to me maybe a little bit about um, how you how you kind of keep it rolling and keep the consistency going? And the dog comment was really interesting to me too. Hmm. Well, the nice thing with van life is that it is very unique. You know, I don't think it's necessarily my personality that is unique. It's what I'm doing that I you know, and that's why I kind of ramped up the van life as opposed to martial arts because I just found people were getting a lot more engaged and sending me DMs and 
really liking the van life stuff. So um, it, it's just very different. Like if anybody does something unique or different around here, people are going to be a little bit more compelled to watch that. So with the van life, like if I wanted to, I could I could make a post probably every day. Like there's just always some kind of you know, maybe funny thing or just gross thing or whatever between cooking in the van and having Layla and freezing my ass off and it's really hot in the summertime. Like there's, there's always content because I know most people aren't, aren't doing that. Whereas... Are there, are there many van lifers like in Saskatoon? No, they're not, they're not as dumb as me, I guess. But they're, probably, they're, well, it's probably like more popular in like warmer climates, say like Seattle, yeah. Vancouver kind of stuff. Or they'll do that and then they'll travel south. So right. they'll do it here, right. and then they'll they'll like leave somewhere right. warm, which is smart. And what it's what yeah, I'm going to do sense. next winter. Yeah. Um, next winter, I plan to do like a big North American trip and go to like high level kickboxing gyms, yeah. and just travel and train, and then bring back a bunch of knowledge to my gym and just kind of keep the ball rolling. But yeah, I don't want to. Pretty cool idea. I don't want to do this winter in the van again because it's already like the. I think the coldest it was was last night. I don't know what it was with the wind chill, but. It was, it was a... It's like, probably like 15. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was the coldest that me and Layla slept in the van. And I could do a little bit colder, but I don't want to. So, yeah. 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 But yeah, just as far, as far as answering your question, it, I think it's just the, you know, coming up with content is pretty easy doing the van life because it's so new and different to people. So, you know, I just find that I can <clears throat> pump it out pretty quickly. But I usually stick to that three posts a week. Three posts a week. That's it. Yeah. Other like than my story. Other, other than my story. Right. Like on my actual so then, page, it's around so three. And so then, what's the actual story volume? Like ten a day. Oh geez, some days. Yeah, some days it's like I'll, I'll post a bunch of stuff, and I'm like, man, I got to get off of this for a while. Like, you know, yeah. I just feel like I'm bugging everyone. But yeah, it, it, oh, it just de- it. it depends on the day and the mood I'm in. You know, some days I'm feeling a little bit more like I, I want to put myself out there, and some days I'm like closed in. I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm laying off the phone for today, but. Um, it's all it's all dependent on my mood. I don't have any like strict rules or anything like that. It's just if I feel like sharing, then I will. So there's no plan. There's no. It's just really like uh, self-expression for you. Yeah, like for for me, I just the the like I took two big things from Gary V. Um, one was playing the long game. Yeah. And the other one was document over create. So instead of thinking you need to create this you know awesome image or create this perfect scenario all the time, I, I just wanted to document the process so as soon as I kind of had that in my head it was just it was a lot easier to just you know share that stuff with people like I wasn't waiting for this perfect moment um, so yeah that that idea really helped me post and I a think lot that's more. really key for social media in general I think you know um, when we're working with businesses educating businesses like we talk a lot about sort of different levels of content and it's nice to have the stuff that's really produced or really glossy or stuff mm-hmm. maybe professional photography but I think like what you're talking about this uh, and I know Justin and Greg uh, down in Regina, they'll say, you know, 80% and go. Right. Like, it's just this thing where it's like, at some point, you just kind of have to, like, cut the cord and, like, and make it happen. Yeah. And it's like, if you overthink it, and I'm sure you've had this experience, too, where maybe, like, one day you got a bit more ambitious and you, like, did, like, really good photos, you set up, and I feel like they get less engagement yeah. anyway. Yeah, it's like people so, sense that you're trying too yeah. hard or something like so that. So it's like, you're just like, well, okay, it took me 10 times as long to make this. Nobody liked yeah, it. Totally. And you're like, so what was the point of that? Yeah. So I, I think, think people it's... like authenticity for yeah. sure. You know, that's what they're going for. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I try to view things through like a martial art lens. Like when mm-hmm. I first started getting into van life or even social media, I just picture myself as a white belt. Yeah. But one day, with either it, whether it's social media or van life, I want to be a black belt. So I was okay with being an uncomfortable, inefficient, 
social media guy or van life at first. <laughs> but I wanted to share that. I didn't want to wait till I was a black yeah. belt because you guys had missed the whole journey. Right. So now I'm going to take you along the journey of me being a white belt and being clumsy in the van and just not yeah. having proper heat sources. And I think a lot of people, they have you know, a lot of goals, but it's like they don't want to share with people until they reach that goal. But it's like if you take right. someone along the ride and now all of a sudden you've got a degree in something and you, but you took them along the journey of you going to school and you grinding and you failing a test, but then retaking it and passing it and, you know, all the struggles, it kind of helps people see all the work that you went through to get to that point instead of waiting for that point and then sharing your awesome life with everyone. You know, and that's, that's something that I, I really tried to think about um, with just sharing the van life. Because I was like, one day I'm going to get really good at this. I'm going to have a van where I can stand up. There's going to be solar panels, maybe a bathroom, like a shower. But I was like, for now, I'm going to show them the, the ghetto version of van life. Like, yeah. this is my reality right now. Like, I have a cheap van with next to nothing. There's no running water, like, yeah. no real heat, no air conditioning. Yeah. But one day, I'm going to have all that. And it'll be fun if people can see the whole progress. Like from me being hunched over in the van doing videos like this to me being able to stand up in a van. You know, I just wanted to take people along for the ride, so. And I just think that's such a good, le like a life lesson, do you know what I mean? Like people oftentimes, whether it's social media, whether it's van life, martial arts, they're, they kind of want to go into the situation being perfect. Right. And it's like, how do you do that? Like, yeah. how is that possible? Yeah. So, I mean, I guess the thing with social media is because it's so public, sometimes people don't like sharing. Right. The, the meager beginnings, right. but um, I think me and you can both agree, like, some of those, like, really humble beginnings and stuff, like, people just resonate with them, well, you know what I mean? Absolutely, and, like, it's funny, like, of all the things I've done in my life, getting rid of all my things, like, owning a house and having a nice new truck and doing all these things and fighting professionally, traveling, doing all that stuff, I didn't get as much good feedback as I did with the van life. So for some reason, people were... And that's, you know, it kind of made me feel vulnerable because I'm like, I know a lot of people are going to judge me and just think that this is stupid and it's insane and just all that stuff. But when I did it, I just, I, I should have screenshotted all the DMs. It was insane. Like more, more than I've ever gotten of people just saying like, wow, like good for you, really like living all your dream, whatever it was, you know, but people were really, um, they just appreciated the fact that I was following through with it and doing it. And I was a white belt. I was vulnerable. It was, you know, in society, it's a stupid thing to do, like sell your house that could be worth more money to live in a van where you can't stand up or use a washroom. And, mm -hmm. But yet here is everybody giving me the best feedback I've ever gotten out of all the things I've done. So mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are scared to look like white belts and look vulnerable, but I think they'd be surprised at how many people reach out to them and say, wow, good for you for trying something new or wow, good for you for, you know, showing us this, you know, at your beginning stages. Um, so, yeah. So what's maybe um, one of the things you're most uh, proud of with some of your growth with like the van life and your social media stuff, like compared to say like, because you've been in the van for how long a year? No, uh, just over half a year. Okay. Yeah, it's just over half a year. So in your last six months, what's one of the... I feel like you've been living in that van forever. I know, that's what everyone said. I know, honestly, it, <laughs> it was like that's what everybody's saying. I know. Dang. Yeah, that's what everybody says. Um, like, what's, what's one of your biggest sort of, like, lessons that you've had in the last six months? Just mm -hmm. from the van life, from documenting, from growing? Like, in a social media, per like, uh, yeah, or, like... or with the van life or life? Well, the biggest thing that I've, I guess, learned from doing this was when I got rid of all the things that 
or just things, you know, like my house and just all my stuff, like physical things. When I got rid of all that, I noticed that my mind cleared a little bit. So it wasn't just getting rid of physical things, it was emptying out my, you know, chaotic attic upstairs. Like my mind just felt a little bit more focused on the things that I wanted to do. So that was the one, one of the nicest things that I noticed right away was like, oh wow, like when I get money coming into my account, it actually stays there. It doesn't just get swallowed by my house or my truck or all these utilities, blah, blah, blah. Um, I think that's a big thing though. Because I think, you know, we run under these paradigms that you need certain things to exist or you need to pay for things, you need a certain lifestyle, right? And then when you actually, like, just as a really small story, I, when I was younger, I used to work at Starbucks part-time um, because I had convinced myself I needed, I don't know, I probably made 300 bucks a month working there at the time. But I was like, without that 300 bucks, I'd be homeless right. on top of my regular job. <laughs> Um, but if you've ever worked at Starbucks, you know they give you a, a wild discount. So one day a friend of mine said, do you drink a lot of Starbucks? And I said to her, like, I don't drink that much. So then she's like, I would add up how much Starbucks you drink in a month. And so um, I basically was drinking more Starbucks than I was making. Wow. So here, that, that's, the, that's the paradigm, do you know what I mean? Right. Where you're sitting there convinced that you, you've got to work that Saturday night shift, you've got to do this to pay for this, for your life, right. when really, I said, okay, well, if I stop drinking Starbucks, I could quit my job, with all respect to Starbucks, because they're lovely, yeah. um, but like, really, like, it's that paradigm that you say, well, I'm going to stop drinking Starbucks, I don't, I can get my Saturday nights back, and I'm like, right, like, actually further ahead, I'm actually 50 bucks ahead. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's, that's the weird thing, is like, I've, I've had jobs where, you know, I was making over 100 grand a year, mm -hmm. making good money, but there's a weird thing that happens when you start making, not, not for everybody, I got a few friends, Ryan Tolman's one of them, um, he does really well, but he is very frugal, but for me, I just, I didn't have that mindset, the more money I made, I wasn't like, you know, living lavish or like yeah. dumb with my money, but it just seemed well, like to just always go out. truck here and a trip there. Exactly, and, and all of a sudden you're, you're paycheck to paycheck again, and yeah. so yeah, when I got rid of all that stuff, it just kind of helped me uh, live at peace and do the things that I, that I wanted to do. Um, but it, it wouldn't have happened if I didn't meet um, some of my head coaches at MMAC. They, they were one of the biggest reasons that I, I made this change. Um, they kind of just showed me a way of life that I just wasn't willing to give up for any amount of anything. I, I just, as soon as I was training under them and I, I got to feel what it was like to coach and do something that I was proud of that felt like I had purpose now instead of just a job to earn money. I, uh, I just started thinking in my head like, oh wow, I can't let this go. Like my, my job started again. Like I would have had to go work, you know, 12, 14 hour days just grinding and then I could train once in the evening and that was it. So my mind just started, was like, okay, what can you sacrifice? What can you get rid of? And just immediately just like truck, house, all that stuff. I got rid of like every bit of furniture. I don't even have a storage unit. The only thing I kept were my books, but I, I just, I, I needed to make that drastic change so that I could continue on this path, you know, and um, I'm super happy. I have no regrets in, in selling the house and all that. That's awesome. Yeah. I think, you know, like everyone has to pick their own path and stuff, but um, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that we tell ourselves that we need. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, if you really sit down, like, by a lake or a mountain and think about your life, probably some of those things you don't need. Yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that like, you know, I, like I like working hard, but mm -hmm. not that hard. 
Like when I when I when I when I did the van life, like I was like, oh wow, like this is nice. Like I get to run my six a.m. class. I'll do yeah. a six a.m. private, yeah. and then I'll walk Layla. I'll go for a coffee. I'll go sit in the sauna and shower Harry Bailey. Yeah. I'll walk again. I'll go get another coffee, and then in the like I'll take a nap, and then in the evening I train, and then I coach again. And it was just that leisurely life of like just really just enjoying yourself, like going for a walk, and not having this pressure of like crazy deadlines and. You know, every everybody's different. Like everyone's ambitions are different. Like I never really cared to be this millionaire. I just wanted to have a, a fulfilling, you know, fun life. So, giving up a house and all that stuff was—I I just didn't even think about it. It was like, yeah, it's it's easy money, easy decision. Well, I think. Do you think like? Do you think we're in this culture that promotes stress? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, you know, and, but again, some people like that stress, yeah, you know, like totally. some people, they, they kind of thrive in that chaotic, you know, business savvy, you know, meeting people here and there and just like the, you know, their drug is the money going into their account mm -hmm. and it's, you know, they kind of thrive off of that. Yeah. And I, and I get that. Like, I'm not telling everyone that this, you know, van life is for them or, you know, minimalist is for them. I just, for, for me it is. But yeah, I, I think that, you know, you go on social media and, and most of it is riches. You know, a lot of it is kind of like, a, you know, just nice things and making money and hustling and grinding. And again, nothing wrong with that, but you just got to know who you are and what you yeah. want. And So how, how do you think social media, um, like, what do you think the impact of social media has had on your van life experience and your martial arts stuff? It makes it a lot more fun. Yeah? Yeah, it makes it more fun. Like, yeah. I, I feel like if I didn't have social media and like people connecting with me through social media... You know, it might, it might get a little bit more lonely, you, you know, like, cause you know, I'll be honest when I'm not like coaching or sitting at a coffee shop, it's just me and Layla, like hanging out in the van. Like I got podcasts all, all uh, podcasts on all the time. So it feels like I have friends around, but, um, it, it, it makes it fun. It like, I'll, I'll do something in the van and I might be like, Oh, that's, that's a, that's a fun post or like, yeah. so something will usually happen. And then, I'll, and that's what gives me the idea to, to make the post, you right. know? So it just makes it more entertaining, and I like I like the creativity of it too, like trying to capture things that actually happen in the van, and obviously I'll dress the van up and like make it look, you know, like I can take a you picture. You don't get your props person in, you so, know, your set decorator. It's a disaster, and that like that's the one post that I need to do yet is like a, a Instagram van life and like a reality van life, because like if you guys saw my van, you'd be like, wow, what a mess. Yeah, so I'm gonna I gotta do that soon. That's the most people's lives. <laughs> yeah, the Instagram version and the real life version. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then in terms of like, like photography and videos and stuff, like, are you all on your cell phone or do you do like any DSLR? I know you have some photographer friends, yeah. so I know sometimes you do collabs with them where they'll take pictures of you, but like, do you do any DSLR work? Well, what is a DSLR? Like the, like, like an actual camera or is that all just cell phone? Um, it, it was all cell phone for pretty much the whole time, but I, I dropped my phone and I, I cracked the, the lens yeah, part. Right. So now I have like, I do have a Canon camera, okay. so I, I set that up and I'll take, but I, I know not, I'm not a photographer. I know nothing about it. I just yeah. set it on auto and like, I don't edit the photo. I just kind of take it and then I, I put it out there. So I, I do have like a Canon camera. I don't know what kind it is or yeah. how to use it, but like, yeah, yeah I have, I have a, yeah, I got a decent cool. camera. Yeah. You should, um. So one of the things we do on the social media local side is we started doing Insta meetups. I don't know, do you coach on Saturdays in the afternoon? No. Probably. No. Uh, no. I train in the morning, but yeah, no, I don't. Uh, on the 17th, I'll just shout this out, on the November 17th, 
Um, we're having an instant meetup over at Saskatoon Pole Dance Studio. So three studios, four dancers, two hours, and we're just gonna be taking pictures. It's all levels. Oh, so like bring your bring cool. your Canon, yeah, uh, bring your uh, cell phone, whatever you want. Um, yeah, we're um, the social media local side of what we do is really community driven. So we've been trying to host these events where we give people opportunities to get better at photography oh, and learn cool. from the community. Yeah. It's totally free. Um, Sarah over at Sassoon Pool Dance has been super lovely and invited us, uh, invited us over there because it's a little tougher to do it outside right now because winter. <laughs> yeah. Um, last time we had Kim, so uh, those photos that you saw of Kim on Social Made Local, yeah. uh, about 10 photographers showed up and oh, we wow. just wandered downtown and Kim had an, a costume change and hmm. we That's took, awesome. like, there's so many photos, like there's still like two full weeks of photos coming, but um, I tried to pick just the best. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that was <laughs> like there's so many pictures, but mm. um, yeah, if that's something you're interested in, I would it's definitely yeah. like T squared. We do all the digital agency. Um, mm. We've got great clients. It's amazing what we do. We try to offer education, and then social media local is um, really our community side. So we talk a lot about um, social responsibility. I've been doing some teaching on that side. I'm actually going to EcoQuest this week to teach a bunch of grade eights about social responsibility and social media. Oh, cool. Apparently they're super smart grade eights, so I'm up for the challenge. I bet they're tech savvy. Yeah. yeah. And then I actually teach a class at uh, Nutana as well, so I work with a group over there oh, on right. Instagram. So yeah, and then um, all kinds of other stuff. But, that's awesome. See, and that's yeah. why, like, your like your social media company stuck out more because, like, in the last two or three years, there's been a boom of social media companies yeah. starting and yeah. just people trying to get in the industry. The one thing I noticed with you guys is like, you're really like in the city and you're really trying to get to know the people and and you're kind of just putting yourself out there and and really. Um, building relationships and I just thought that was cool so when you messaged me I was like yeah for sure I'm down with that because like you see a few that are just like they just seem like the kind of the usual gimmick you know yeah. like they'll send you the DMs like hey boost your page and go to this yeah. link and yeah. you know there's not really much depth or like you know uh, personal touch there so yeah you guys are doing a good job of like really just getting to know Thank the city you. and I, I like that I dig that yeah I think I think you know it's for me like there's so many different ways to do social media and there is, you know, there's some streams of social media that are reliant on sales funnels and clickbaits and different right. things like that. I think for us and for our clients and the way that, um, you know, I want to spend my day because, um, you know, I don't want to spend my day doing stuff I don't want to do. Right. Um, although sometimes work can be, there's <laughs> good and bad days. For sure. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, for us, you know, just connecting with people is really, um, the core is really about um, storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, the core is really about documentation. The core is really about, um, you know, not using stock photos, which I mean, I understand the purpose of stock photos. I understand the time and money restrictions that would lead people to lean on uh, really um, resources like that, which can be really handy. Sorry, what, are, what are stock photos? Um, so like if you, it would just be like sort of photography that you would either pay like a small fee oh, to use or you just find it free. I see. So it just is stuff that, um, right. yeah. It's like it's yours. Yeah. So like it, you're hosting an event that's about, you know, inner peace and you Google mountains oh, and you no, find out kind of a mountain picture yeah. and then you put your little saying on right. it or whatever and you're like, hey, we've, we're having a thing about inner peace, you right. know? Yeah, yeah, okay. I um, whereas like with us, we would more likely be like, hey, who's teaching the class? 
let's get a picture of them right. in a maybe a peaceful setting and then use that as an image right. for social media. Again, um, a personal touch. Yeah. yeah. But sometimes that can be time consuming and it can be um, financially um, restrictive for certain people. That long game though. Yeah. You play yeah. that long game, five, ten years down the road, you're going to be happy you guys were doing that. Yeah. You know? Well, I think that's for us to, you know, because a lot of times, you know, even though we're strategizing um, with clients, like, you know, maybe they've got a, a goal for an event or a product or a launch or something, we're also just saying, like, you know, because we've had clients that have been with us for two years, and if you look back at their um, feeds and stuff, I mean, there's just great stories, there's great mm. videos, there's community engagement, there's... Just there's so much history built into their social media, so it's not all just ad based, or it's not right. all just. Um, it doesn't feel inauthentic. It feels like you know, like two years of documentation of their business, right. which I think is like how valuable is that to a business, especially, yeah, in this universe that we live in where everything's online. That's huge. Well, all even just for like a, a, a you know, a fighting, not an analogy, but just like this is what. I've noticed this with like the UFC. So the UFC is really big and they're really big for, for a bunch of different reasons. But one of the things that they do is they really um, help you get to know some of the fighters. So they'll do like little short clips, they'll release it on YouTube. So you're not just seeing, you know, this, you know, this big tough fighter going at it. You're actually getting to know them where a lot of organizations, I think they're, sometimes they'll miss out on that opportunity to really let people get to know them. So it's like when you watch that person fight, like you saw them cook supper with their family, like you, you got this like emotional thing to it now. Like, I like that guy, like I'm gonna root for him. So I think with businesses, and again, I'm not, I'm not an expert, but I, I always like when I see a little bit more of a personal touch mixed in with, you know, whatever they're, they're doing, but it's nice to see like the face. But I think people are starting to get that more, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. Um, and I think it's like one of those things where a lot of these things just take planning and foresight um, because most people are used to, you know, sometimes it's like trying to like turn an ocean liner like left. Mm. Like it just takes time right? Um, right. for things to go. And some yeah, of the smaller companies, some of the startups, you know, they may, might have more skills innately. So they're a bit more nimble to change things. But I think some um, more established companies and some bigger companies, it's just taking them a bit longer to figure out how their processes are going to work and how um, they're going to get approvals on things. Right. Um, because for certain companies too, right, there's a lot of um, like um, sort of checkpoints that information needs to go through. Mm. And so I think for some of our clients that have bigger companies, um, it's stressful to them because like social media needs to be relatively quick. Right. Um, and so if you have to have like three people sign off on some messaging, mm-hmm. then it's like, you end right. up like serving up a six day old donut. Right. I'm like, I'll eat a six day old donut cause every donut's <laughs> my friend. But like, if I got a choice between a fresh one or a six day old one, uh, usually I'll go fresh, <laughs> but it's a challenge because, you know, I mean, it's different for, you know, for me when I'm representing my brand as the, right. as the owner and you doing what you do, right. um, than it is if you're, you know, a department at the university or, um, right. the city of Saskatoon or something, Rules. because you, you have so many other, um, regulations and different things that you have to sort of sort through. So right. it's definitely a real challenge. And so, um, it's interesting to see how people are addressing that challenge and how we're helping people get through some of those, uh, roadblocks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that might be kind of cool for businesses to see. And that's like how you, you were saying that you guys used to just do businesses, but now you're, you know, doing, you know, people who are doing personal branding too. Yeah. So it might be interesting for businesses to kind of see someone grow their page really well just off of documenting and kind of 
doing a story with no rules, but it is a, it's a tricky well, one. So, and that's an interesting point, because I think the reason why I was really passionate to have people like you and Kim uh, on Social Minute this year um, is because, so businesses know what they want to talk about, but the paradigm shift for them is how they're going to talk about it, right? right? And so what people like you and Kim and other people who aren't representing giant businesses are able to do is you're able to work on the how all the time. Right. You're like playing with right. different styles of videos, different ways of talking, you're doing goofy things because there's, there's effectively, no to crash. yeah, there's no, there's no consequence <laughs> to yeah. trying things, right? Right. So businesses are just trying to figure out the how they present the material because like when I, when I talk with businesses, I say like, okay, you know, that's great that you want to have this message put out, but how are people consuming social media, right? Like people, they, and the, the really the Fisher Price, like three second version I tell people, they need to be either inspired, they need to be entertained, or they need to be educated. Right. If you're not checking one box, mm. it's probably not good that's content. Smart, yeah. And that's like basic, right. like there's like bigger combinations or whatever, but really, if, if, you know, and I did this uh, exercise with a client, like not a while, like a little while ago, and they were like, we did this one video and we didn't, it didn't get any engagement. I said, well, let's look at like the three keys here. And they're like, yeah, it's not very inspiring. They're like, yeah, we didn't really give it any value or any education. And like, it definitely was like not entertaining. It was mm -hmm. like a beige wall and right. we're not animated. So I'm like, okay, so then like the message was there, but like they weren't really getting any of the boxes checked. Right. Um, and so I think like when I look at people like you and Kim, I think the lessons people can learn from what you're doing is that you're checking all those boxes all the time. Like, yeah. you're, like you're constantly like, you're less concerned about that messaging piece and more concerned about how you're creating social media and that expression part. Mm. Um, and you're beta testing all the time. You know, right. you're like trying this, you're trying that. You're like, oh, this shot looked good. Oh, that shot looked right. good. Oh, I hate when I take, you know, a video from this corner of the van or yeah, like yeah, yeah. the lighting's better over here. Or like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And these are things that like, I think sometimes um, just aren't being done with certain businesses because right. they're, they're still so new to it, right? Yeah. And no business, I think, I shouldn't say no, most businesses are, um, nervous to come out of the gate looking green right yeah. like a white belt mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i, I get it like there's a white belt <laughs> you know it's like there's money on the line so like you like you said their 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 stakes are a little bit higher to play that trial and error game where it's like you know myself it's like if i post something and it sucks i'm like oh yeah okay, well, but i but i but i think the reward is like you know and this is tempered obviously I think the reward is the businesses that I think are um, able to sort of just like relax and sort of put it out there right. and look a little sort of white belt yeah. or green or whatever I think their clients are gonna respond to that so well yeah because like with social media for me it's like people want to get to know the business they want to get to know the people they want to get to know the environment they want to get to know the values they want to get to know behind the scenes they just right. want to have a laugh with you right mm -hmm. so when people approach it from the perspective of like well you know the creative we would do for a billboard is this this type of messaging this type of photography and then they just take all those principles and duplicate it into a social post we've all seen those posts and right. then like you look at it and you're like right like yeah who cares right it's not like the way you make build a strategy and a creative for a billboard applied to social media looks like a billboard on social media right and yeah. nobody's looking for that on social media mm, that's interesting you know yeah so i mean and there's still room for that like i also sometimes like 
if people are building um, sort of like a strategy and there's a lot of like really like spontaneous stuff and maybe some live videos, then I think it's great to use that higher level messaging, slightly, not exactly like a billboard, slightly tweet, but just to denote importance for people. Because if right. people are following your page and then they see like a more produced image or really beautiful photography, then they know that that's something of importance or they know, right. they just know it's a key message. But I think if that's all you're doing, right. then it comes off a bit sterile. Mm. And then people kind of tune it out. But if you can mix it up a bit, that's interesting. Then you know, and you know that too from some of the brands that you follow, right? You'll see a couple different posts and then you'll see a post that's like really, really right. like good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, something's going on here, yeah, right? Yeah. And then you're, you're yeah. kind of, your spidey senses go off and you sort of think like, oh, what's this about? And then you're like, maybe it's a big event or maybe they right. launched something or maybe there's a new person or... So it's like real, real and then like produced a little bit. Something, like, yeah. You know, this kind of, yeah. Because I, I think with businesses too, like they, like they still have to have an elevated piece to it because they are a business. And so everything can't look like, you know, like my sister doing it on her phone yeah, kind of yeah. thing, even though my sister's awesome with her phone. <laughs> um, like there still has to be an elevation, especially, you know, depending on industries, right? Because I work with clients like in beauty and fashion and stuff, and like those girls have some very strict standards, right. like industry-wise, and that's not a social media thing, that's an industry thing. Mm. Um, but I mean, it just really depends, right? right. I mean, even, even some of those beauty clients, like they're getting into more of this stuff where they're having conversations more about um, inner beauty and more about, you know, what right. what's happiness about and things like that and how, you know, taking care of yourself externally can help you feel better inside and mm. different things like that, right? And shifting some of those focuses from some of the right. cosmetic and superficial, right? Yeah, so, good. Which is like oh, that's cool. part of life. Yeah. Okay, um, so I did have some user questions I'm going to ask you. Um, so what is this? A user uh, question. So uh, I had posted on uh, oh, yeah, Instagram yeah. stories, yeah. and then I had a couple questions. Come. Okay. So I think you might have answered some of these. But, and then, Does he ever shower? Uh, the, that's the second one. <laughs> um, so the first question was, how are you going to stay warm in the winter? Mm. Uh, that's a good question. Um, so right now, I am struggling. <laughs> So I, I have heaters, like I have a propane heater, um, like I said, but with propane heat, uh, for one, carbon monoxide poisoning, and two, the humidity is really bad. Right. So my windows will start to fog up and get really wet. And then if I shut the, which I have to shut the propane heater off, it'll freeze on the inside. So I've just been avoiding it. So right now, um, I haven't used any heat sources. I, I, I have like a wool blanket, a down blanket, a minus 40 sleeping bag, and then three other blankets on top of that. And I just, I go to bed with my long johns on, my jeans, uh, socks, and two hoodies. And then I, even my eye shade is like thick. It's like a half inch. Hmm. And so it's like nice and heavy on my face too. And then I just put my hood up and just cocoon myself in there. And Layla's obviously fine. She doesn't need anything, but, yeah. um, but once it starts getting really cold, like I think after this, I'm actually gonna message the guy that has a, he has a heated garage. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent a heated garage, so I, I don't need anything. Sense. Yeah, like I don't need anything in there, so it's pretty easy for someone just to kind of make some extra, you know, a few hundred dollars off me, mm -hmm. and all I need is to open the overhead door and close it. Right, so, just have somewhere to sleep. Yeah, like I have everything, so I don't need to use water, electricity, or nothing, just, yeah, just somewhere to sleep. Sense. So yeah, I'm going to be moving into there pr probably this week, because it's starting to get pretty cold. Heated garage, there you go. Answer. Yeah. Uh, second question was, where do you shower? Harry Bailey. Yeah. Yeah, honestly, like two to three times a day too. So like a lot of van lifers, like they, they don't, they're not van lifing in the city that they're from. So I have resources and, and just a leisure pass is all the resource that I need. 
Um, I've had a lot of friends offer me like their shower and, and stuff like that, but I don't know. I, when I signed up to do this, I really want to be self-sufficient. I didn't want to like, sense. I didn't want to use anybody's stuff and just kind of be that, that smelly hippie using people's things. So yeah. Um, Harry Bailey plus it's close to my gym. So I, I shower probably two to three times a day. Yeah. Uh, and then the last question is where do you park? Well, as of the last like two or three months, I've been parking right outside my gym just because like I, I do the 6am class and then I do privates as well. So like I used to live in Mormon and doing the 6am class, I'd have to get up at, like four, like walk Layla, do all this stuff. And then like, it, uh, it was such a pain in the ass. So now just sleeping outside the gym, I wake up at 530, I go into the gym, you know, and I, just, I literally just walk in. So. Um, awesome. but when I wasn't doing that, like during the summertime, I, I would switch up the spots every time just so like law enforcement wouldn't, you know, right. bug me. And just so I wasn't like creeping people out with some white van parked outside mm-hmm. their house. So I would always like switch locations. Um, is but, there, is there rules around that? Like legally? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure that out later. Yeah. Hopefully there's no cops watching this. No, uh, I, I've had, a, I have a few friends that are with city police and like they, they stopped me a few times just to say hi and see how things were doing. Cool. And like they said, there was no rules that they were aware of, but I know that a lot of people in the States are having issues. Like they're getting, they're getting kicked off even private property. So these people are paying money on private property and still getting kicked off. So uh, there was like a pretty sad video of this older guy. He was doing that and he had to leave his city that he was born and raised. Is it just cause of like, I'm assuming cause like, if it's like your, your residence and then you have to get taxed on it or like something, right? Like yeah, well, your, I think then for, how are you contributing to the city or like, I mean, there's always like some yeah, paper, right? But the thing that, that's like, I was reading about this, like a lot of van lifers, like they're actually really good for local businesses because, and including myself, like every morning I'm at night oven or revolve yeah, yeah. or one drip, like I'm, I'm buying coffee, yeah. you know, I'm buying sandwiches, whatever, buying a leisure pass. So like, we're still like, you know, in the city doing things, but we just, you know, get away with a few few expenses but I, I think a big part of it is just um cleanliness like a lot of the van lifers they might not have a leisure pass so they're they're just you know you getting smelly in there like you don't have a proper place to use a bathroom so i think it's a little bit of that right you know just um, the logistics yeah yeah but I, yeah i'm not really sure like as of right now i haven't been bothered yet and i, I hope that continues because it's uh it's fun yeah cool um, so I was my last question is going to be, um, what do you, what's your most, uh, your favorite part of kind of the last six months, the whole shift and social media and van life and training, what's been one of your biggest, uh, biggest things that you're happy or mm-hmm. proud or? Well, definitely been, definitely been proud that I've been able to tough it out yeah. in, in a van that's so minimalist yeah. you know like I see a lot of van lifers like they they spent nearly two hundred thousand dollars on a van wow like, so like those, those Mercedes Sprinter vans are insanely expensive so um, that, that as far as being proud I, I was just proud that I like my van was eighteen hundred dollars I, I dumped probably two grand into it and and that's it and that that was that felt really good for me to do it really cheap and and just to you know to, to do it the way that I wanted to do it. I didn't want to have like granite countertops and all this, you know, nice stuff at the beginning. I wanted to start out on the, on the ground and then build my way up. Um, but as far as like, you know, enjoyment out of the whole thing, just the, the whole, the whole thing. I, I've, I've loved, uh, is that, what's that? Low battery? Oh, um, 
So yeah, I, th I think just the entire lifestyle is what I enjoyed the most. Like yeah. being able to walk my dog way more. Like she lost 25 pounds. Hmm. You know, like I used to work 12, 14 hour days and then be able to walk her once in the evening where she's wow. not seeing anything. So now every single day she's walking, she's interacting with other dogs, her temperament's getting better. She used to be pretty aggressive. Now she's quite, you know, getting a little more tame. Still gonna wrestle her every now and then, but and and training and coaching more. So now it's like I, I can train in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. Just the overall my overall life I, I think has been just better, you know, more time to do what I want. I don't think Parker could handle the van life. He's pretty little. Yeah. He's like fifteen pounds. He'd need <laughs> two sweaters and some pants and he could handle it, but just not the winter van life. That's yeah. that's another story. And yeah. and again, this is all new to me. Like I lived in a van in Australia. Yeah. Um, but living in a van in the winter time is, is very challenging. Like yeah. this morning I woke up and Layla's water dish was completely frozen, you know, yes. so I got to break it with a spoon for her. And <laughs> so it's, uh, it's got its challenges, but it's fun, you know, it's a journey. Okay, so we're gonna flip the tables quick and uh, give you a chance um, to ask me a question because mm. that is the tradition of Social Minute. Okay, so I had one written down. I think it was worded a lot better than I'm gonna word it, but I, you know, just I've, I've never really talked to anyone that. I'm, and so, I, I'm so ready, by the way. And yeah, and I don't mean to put you on the spot or anything like that, but no, it's, it's going it. to be about my my personal page. Yeah. yeah. Um, just because I, I never really get to talk to people that are really like you know in the social media world, and, yeah. and yeah, I've really just kind of been winging it, and I, I watch Gary Vee and stuff. So, um, you know, and I do want to really build my personal brand and keep this going, and just keep showing people a new way of life. So my question to you is. If you were just looking at my page from, you know, an out, outsider, you know, what's what's just one one thing that you would suggest to me or, you know, to tell me to change or add or adjust um, to my page that would maybe just make it a little bit more engaging um, for people to, you know, just bring more value to the people viewing it? Uh, you know what's, what's really funny? Is I actually like to see more martial arts. Mm, interesting. Um, okay. Uh, you know, another thing that I actually really love um, is I do really love when you collab with some of your photographer friends and get some like um, better photography done. Yeah. Um, so I think it's kind of cool to see like um, all the behind the scenes stuff and everything you're doing. But I think it's also really cool when like you get like like a nice photo done. Right. Like those always really stand out to me. Mm. Um, okay. So more martial arts stuff, eh? And I, and I guess that's another question that I was going to have because, uh, so before I did the van life, I, I did do a lot more martial arts stuff. Yeah. And then when I started doing the van life, it was, you know, kind yeah. of 50-50. But then I noticed a lot more people were like super um, engaged in the van but life I, stuff. But I think you could mix it up too. Like, I mean, even like, I mean, not that you want to give away the location of your van, possibly if you bought with some crazy fans. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I mean, like, I think it's cool that, you know, how you said, like, you park sort of by the gym and the, that helps you with uh, going to class and stuff like that. I also kind of wonder too, like, and this is just, uh, <laughs> just throwing it out there. Um, like, given what you do, um, you know, given who you are, I'm like, in some ways, because I guess I've worked with a lot of people in like fitness and I've had a lot of friends that are in fitness, I'm actually surprised at how much clothes you wear in your, in your stuff. Because mm. I feel like, given what you do, like, I feel like most people I know, like, that are on Instagram that have a six pack, there's <laughs> way more six pack. <laughs> yeah. Not that, I'm not telling you yeah, to like, take yeah, your yeah. shirt off, I'm just saying like, Instagram is so visual, yeah. that I feel like, 
any like any girl or guy I know that is in the fitness industry, there's just a, like so many more like skin pictures. Right. And I like I don't know if that's just because it gets like lots of. I'm sure you must get lots of likes on stuff like that. Yeah, but and this is so. This is another question I have for you. Is like. <laughs> You know, How doing skin do I show? Yeah, no. So doing like kind of this, like you know, call it personal branding or whatever. Like it, I, I struggle with it because sometimes like I, I feel super narcissistic. Like I'm like, you know, sometimes I struggle with just like. But I, I think you know what I mean. So like, if I have like a picture with my shirt off, and like I, I would probably take a picture with my shirt off after training, even if I was overweight or didn't have yeah. a six pack. Yeah. But for some reason, if I because I have a six pack. It's like in my head that people are going to think I'm like douchey. Mm -hmm. So like in my head, I'm like, nah, just, you know, put a hoodie on. <laughs> I, I think you, I think you know you're going to find your comfort level with that. Uh, we may be, we may be out. We'll see if it's still going. I think we might have actually totally killed the battery. Oh yeah? We're back. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would say find your comfort level with that. Um, I actually think, you know, it might be cool to do like, um, good photography with that right um and just do something that was really like i won't say artistic but like mm. something that was just a bit more like dramatic maybe right um but in an effort to not totally lose the feed here because i think we're <laughs> we may actually have killed the battery on this episode um we're gonna say thank you to jesse um i'm gonna say thank you to jesse for being here um next Thanks week we're uh, yeah next week we're back with kevin dunn who's the current saskatchewan wanderer I don't know oh, for nice. how much longer, but for a little while longer here. And uh, yeah, that is our episode today. Thank you for almost killing the battery. That's <laughs> yeah, good. That is like a first. Yeah. Thanks cool. again for having me. Thanks, Thank guys. you, and we'll see you next week, everyone. Yeah.